0: Than the rest of us, Governor Mitt Romney found that out in 2012 when he revealed his income tax returns that he paid a much lower rate than the average middle class American, and that precedent is obviously what made Donald Trump reluctant to reveal his tax returns this year. If we harbor this overriding
1: sense of fairness, why do we continue to pull the levers in state legislative and gubernatorial and congressional races? for those who argue against that native fairness.
0: Well, the tax cut era and federal tax rates really accelerated, of course, with the advent of Ronald Reagan. But what's worth recalling is that in the period when taxes were cut on the wealthy, there were also tax cuts made to the middle class. And there was something called the earned income tax credit, which meant that money was put in the pocket of the very poorest and I think that accounts for why tax cuts got passed repeatedly in the 1980s and through the administration of George W. Bush. Talking about Reagan, the great tax cutter, I- even he was obliged
1: to talk about tax inequity. Uh, here's what he said. We're going to close the unproductive
0: tax loopholes that have allowed some of the truly wealthy to avoid paying their fair share. In theory, some of those loopholes were understandable, but in practice, They sometimes made it possible for millionaires to pay nothing, but a bus driver was paying 10% of his salary, and that's crazy.
1: And then he cut taxes for everyone. How did he square that circle?
0: Well, I like to think of Reagan as sort of the poet laureate of capitalism. He fashioned and really pioneered the idea of taxes as a punishment for what I call virtuous behavior, hard work, self-discipline. Uh, saving, investing, creativity, employing people. So his belief that taxes were a disincentive to hard work and economic growth was at the root of his ability to persuade America that there was nothing wrong with our economy that couldn't be fixed by tax cuts.
1: We do seem, when times are tough, to be willing to pony up more for the sake of, if nothing else, patriotism, no?
0: That's absolutely right, and I think that's the problem Trump is running into now. You know, during World War II, one of my favorite stories uh, from that period was that the great Irving Berlin, one of the great composers of popular music in the 1940s and 50s, wrote a song called I Paid My Income Taxes Today.
1: You see those bombers in the sky Rockefeller helped to build them, so did I I paid my income tax today
0: It was the idea that, like the rich, I'm willing to step up and carry the a fight for my country. So I do think that, especially in times of emergency and war and peril, which certainly the Republican side is saying we are in now, people are more willing to have a progressive tax system that is fair, but that demands more of the wealthy. Steve, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: Stephen Wiseman
0: is author of The Great
1: Tax Wars, Lincoln to Wilson, The Fierce Battles Over Money and Power That Transformed the Nation. He's also the vice president for publications and communications at the Peterson Institute for International Economics. In case you didn't notice, this was a big week. So big, in fact, that we ended up with more fresh OTM content than we could fit into the show. But what are we supposed to do? Just ignore the historic Nobel Prize worthy efforts for peace in Colombia? Efforts that may have failed, perhaps in part because of the media campaigns on both sides. And that's not even to mention clowns. The clown situation, as you may have heard, has gotten out of control and not for the first time. The clown has always been an ambiguous character. So this notion that clowns somehow turned bad recently, they were never really good. (laughs) Never. If you want to hear those segments, go to our website, onthemedia.org.
0: Coming up, Busted, America's Poverty Myths, Part 2, Laziness.
1: This is On The Media. This is On The Media. I'm Bob Garfield.
0: And I'm Brooke Gladstone with...